Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 when was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to another episode of the Raw Recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, joined by a little bit under the weather, <laughs> Ryan Satin, who is rallying to come in here to do the show before he goes to urgent care, because that's how much he loves you all, and that's how much he enjoys doing the show. How yeah, so you? if I burp or anything, I'm sorry, it's because I'm holding back from throwing up. <laughs> uh, if I'm out of energy, it's not just because I, I, I did enjoy Raw, but I might be a little less... Energetic and long-winded than usual because I definitely feel like garbage. I woke up feeling like I was going to throw up, and it has Ooh. not gone away. And, uh, <laughs> so I like tried to like sleep for an extra hour. I was like, well, yeah. maybe if I like, I took a shower, I did everything, and then I was like. Maybe I just need to like go back to sleep. Maybe right. go away. Uh, it didn't. No, still sick. But it's got. It's got to go through your body. Man. I know. But we missed all those shows from. W- yeah. From when I was sick already. Once after so WrestleMania. I, yeah. I couldn't let it happen again. So let's get into the show. I, I, you know, I like your rallying here. Let's hope you don't crap your pants like uh, CM Punk did after that Z Pack uh, on a SmackDown. Uh, I Live. hope not. <laughs> let's do this thing. All right. Well, Seth Rollins kicks off Raw this week with Triple H. Kind of interesting to see this kind of all come full circle. Remember when Rollins 
Rollins turned on the shield and was uh, goaded by Triple H to do so. Plan B. Uh, but now we see them all kind of pseudo face. Certainly Triple H kind of a pseudo face. Now here Rollins a face fully. And then all these people marching. You know, he has that moment. He's like, I can't believe this is happening. This is so great. And then all these people come marching out to challenge him. Um, overall, I, I liked this segment, but I also felt like I wanted Rollins to have a little back and forth with each person. Yeah. And I didn't feel there was, it was like one right after the other, after the other. And I'm like, okay, great. This is a way of marching all down the, the candidates, but like have them a back and forth, like test Rollins out against these guys. It's very formulaic. It's, yeah. it's something they do a lot where when they've got a bunch of new people, they want to like, let you know that all these people are here. They like trot them all out. Like you didn't already know they were all there. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I agree with you in that regard. I would have liked to have seen more interaction between Seth Rollins and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And just like, let's see who you want to see him paired up against. Right. You know How the fans react to it, and then what kind of a promo program do you think these guys will have or have chemistry with? So That's how I felt while watching it as well. I also, I hate, I hate when they make Rollins and Triple H buddies again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really bothers me. It's like, <laughs> we've been watching this whole saga. Why are they suddenly friendly with each other? Mm-hmm. Like, why does Seth Rollins care that Triple H is saying positive things about yeah. him? He is the 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 what the, the beat the, not the beast slayer the king slayer or whatever Kingslayer, like right. he it's it's his whole thing you mm-hmm. know like he took down all these people and I don't understand why he gets this like twinkle in his eye when Triple H says stuff to him yeah. it's like yeah. you're supposed to hate that guy that guy messed everything that's why you're a face right now when you right. get the twinkle in your eye it looks like you want to be a heel still and that you wish you were still Triple H's BFF yeah right I know that was surprising too because I'm just like well what is the like was this a creative decision why does Triple H even need to be out there it made no sense overall for him to be out there at the same all. way I was like why is he even there yeah. What is the point of this? Like sometimes I wonder with Stephanie and and Triple H that they need that shine. They need to be out there in that ring so they have creative write it in. It can't just be Vince going, "You're going to march out there with him." Like I, I think they want to still stay connected to the fans and be kind of out there and feel that glow again, you know? And so uh I think that's what happened here and it's weird. It is weird because they've never been like buddy buddy, you know, other than when, they were, when they were heels. Yeah, except yeah. when they were both bad guys, which I really enjoyed when he was a heel. Fantastic. So this is all kind of weird. But then you have these uh, Joe comes out before he could even get into it. Ray interrupts and comes out before Ray can get into it. Uh, or is it McIntyre comes out, uh, then Corbin and then AJ Styles. Uh, I think that's everybody. Sounds oh, right. and then Miz, uh, who comes out, which is, but it, it just look, these triple threat matches were great, but the setup of them walking in, I, I thought, like you said, formulaic, kind of boring. And then, and then in the long run, I didn't feel hyped for these triple threat matches coming down the road uh, because they almost seemed pre... I know they're... Scripted, but almost seemed you knew what was going to happen. Yes, and it was like, ah, damn it! All right, and I also, and we'll get into it later, but like, I feel like they went with, they, I feel like they rushed into AJ Styles, and you knew they were going to, but they really rushed into that. Yeah. This is not the best way to build up to Seth versus AJ. That's yeah. like. That's like the money match. That's right. like a big one. That's like the one that you want to build AJ on Raw for a few months before we finally have him go up against the man. On, but, well, I guess I shouldn't say the man. That's yeah. Becky Lynch, but you know what I mean. Like, I, I just don't know who's got the shine as a heel that's going to excite the fans that 
Rollins would fight. I felt that exactly while watching this. Right? Like, Samoa's great, but Samoa's gotten beaten so many times in the last few months. He's also the U.S. champion, yeah. so you know he's not going to be in a world title program. Right, right. Um, Miz is not there as a face, or as a he, as face yet. Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin, no. No, because it's uh, so boring. Just, just, like, not for the main event. Right. Um, and McIntyre either is not back up to that place where he excites the fans. Not just yet. I fair. think he's getting back up there, but he's not quite there. Fair. I mean, he's the only one, in my opinion, out of all those people that... that Believably, could be in that position. Right. I mean, obviously, AJ Styles makes sense too, but but as a top heel, yeah. Uh, I mean, Drew McIntyre makes the most sense, but at the same time, yeah, it's just not. It, he needs to build back up a little bit. Yeah, after losing, and maybe this is a heel turn for AJ. Maybe like you were mentioning no. the thing you were mentioning this and all that. Maybe this is him pulling, putting the club back together on the raw side of things, and goes on a little bit of a heel run because he just doesn't like being on he's raw. He's too much he's of a, a merch smackdown pusher. guy. He's okay. too much of a merch pusher. Right. They're not going to turn AJ Styles. I he, hate that shit. He sells way too much merch. They're, they're not going to. Yeah, he's like one of the top ones. Yeah, I like Ray's new shirt. I like that new. That was. I, I might look at that one. I liked Ray. In general, Ray looked great in his match last night. That three-way. Yeah, yeah let's talk about badass. it. AJ Styles, Ray, and Samoa Joe. It was very much like a indie. Not even indie. I shouldn't say indie. It was like a wrestling fan's dream match. Yeah. You know, like, that's a good three-way right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those are three really talented dudes, and they really all brought it out. I mean, obviously, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, they know each other so well. Yeah. But they're, yeah, they're yeah. never going to have bad matches, you know. Right. Um, but throwing Rey Mysterio into the mix uh, and, and having him do all his impressive things really did help yep. the match a lot. I think that... That's... That, that little spin, spin movie did in midair with AJ. I was like, holy Mary, or mother of God. Samoa Joe, you mean? No, no, uh, Ray. When he did this, because uh, he was trying to, he got up there, and then they spun in a, a oh, full yes. 360. I was like, ah! how, do you do, <laughs> how do you do that at 44 years old? I was thinking when he did the, like, when he flung himself out of the ring and, like, did a oh, full yeah. twisty thing or yeah. whatever, and then Joe still tossed him. It looked awesome. There's a lot of really cool moments in that there match. There were. Especially that, the finish. Oh, yeah. I mean, that finish was awesome. It was brutal finish. Yeah. It was surprisingly brutal finish. I mean, the powerbomb onto, AJ, or sorry, onto Samoa Joe into a Styles Clash, that was brutal. That feels like a heel move. I'm just saying. No. I'm just saying. I don't see any. I, I don't <laughs> think that's possible in the slightest bit. They've got so many heels on Raw, they don't need to turn AJ Styles. I mean, he's you need a much. good heel. Is he? You need a good heel. I like when him has AJ heel. ever been a good heel? You don't. You don't like AJ as a heel. When have you liked him as a heel? I, I when he well when he first came through wasn't he a heel when he first came through no. with SmackDown or anything like that? Not that I recall. Well, the main event Mafia was he part of that? No, but and his, okay. he was in Fortune and that's his, it. Fortune and in Fortune he was terrible as a heel. <laughs> he, I never want to see that heel version again. If, I, if there's one thing I remember about AJ Styles is that he was a terrible heel. Short hair AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. that's when he blo- when he had the bleach blonde and he was like trying to be the Ric Flair impre- the personator. I heel AJ is the worst. So <laughs> I hope that that's not in the cards. All right, fair enough. He always walks that line though. He comes close. Um, but yeah, this was a I good. I guess in Bullet Club he was kind of the yeah. heel, but even then, I don't think it's fair to have called him a heel in Bullet Club. But Ensemble Heel is easier than much, Solo very much, Heel, right? Very much so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, w- this was a good, fun, excellent match. I mean, you you can, in your mind, like seven years ago, this match would have been even more like I was insane. The, totally, absolutely. Yeah, right? That's a main event of a pay-per-view these Well, three. I was thinking, even when I was watching this, like very reminiscent of like the Smojo, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels match. But you swap oh, in like yeah. AJ Styles, or Christopher Daniels for, for Rey Mysterio. So, yep, yep. Um, Those are great matches. But yeah. Yeah, I really 
I really like this match. It was definitely the highlight of the show. Yeah, agreed. Styles ends up winning this thing, so you know, lined up like, like you thought. Uh, and then uh, we had uh, the Iconics come out. They had a banter coming down the ramp. I thought their banter was a little. B- it was the worst one they've Thank ever done. You. Thank you. I was. I don't want to be too harsh on them because I'm always harsh on them. It was because I want to give them far, credit, but this was terrible. It was by far okay. the worst Iconics Good. promo Good. I have ever seen, and I even. I, I can't believe that even Corey Graves on commentary said, who wrote that? Yeah. When they were done talking, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, there was zero heat from the crowd. Yeah. There was zero The response. crowd was apathetic. I might have been six feeling. Well, I was re-watching it again this morning because mm-hmm. I was writing something when it happened last night. But even this morning, I was just watching it thinking like, what the f- what is this? Yeah. Like, what are they? What? what? Who wrote this? The way I mean, Corey Graves nailed it. It was like, who wrote this? Yeah, yeah. It's mind blowing to me what they're doing to them. Yes, they're being good soldiers and taking the losses. But these are your tag team champs. These are your tag team. Why did you put the belts on them if you're just going to have them constantly losing on all the uh, SmackDowns and Raws from Mania? It just doesn't make sense is, to me at it all. It is silly to have them continually lose. Right? You know? Yeah. And it was quick. Billy Kay's they loss got, was they quick. Got, they got buried on this one. It was like a two minute match. I know. They did, though. They did. All right, fair enough. They did. I mean, this yeah. whole segment buried them hardcore. I mean, that's, uh, that, that terrible promo, yeah. to the two second match. Like, I was like, these are your tag team champions. Yeah. Like, why would you. Like, and least- this whole thing afterwards, her trying to simulate, hey, I know I had my shoulder up, all this bullshit. It was just a waste of time. It really was. I wasn't. And look, you know, I love the iconic. But do. I was super not feeling the segment. I was like, what? What? Like, losing so fast, terrible promo. Mm. I don't know. I didn't if like you it. take away their promos away from them, they have nothing. In my opinion, they have nothing else. So it's like this is a this is a difficult, this is a dangerous road to be walking down with the Iconics because yes, people were happy that they won it, but if you're not going to keep them going in some way, shape, or form, where they're pulling off incredible matches or winning these things, like you did with Carmella, turned her around after she had lost the belts, then I, I think you're in danger of completely losing uh, all the attention for the Iconics to a degree and putting them all the way back down to the B team, like. Like they, don't forget the B team had, were tag team champs as well. When you just and, said that, I thought that in my head. I was like, God, they were tag team champs, right? Yeah. right? Where are they now? Uh, all right. So then the next uh, was a triple. Th- so I don't know. Naomi getting a push is nice. Yeah, I'm happy. I that, guess I'm happy to see Naomi get a push, but yeah. I just I hated the segment altogether. I mean, I like yeah. Naomi getting a moment. Yeah, but. Yeah, all around bad segment. And one last thing, and I need to say this about, uh, I, and I, once again, I'm walking the line. I get a little dangerous. I know uh, I get some guff from the fans, but I really think Renee Young needs to be removed from color commentary. I absolutely do not like her doing it. I think she should host the goddamn show. Move Michael Cole out. Michael Cole is old. The, the Michael Cole started using terms that 16-year-olds used last night, and it was upsetting to me. And I'm like, this is not what a 50-year-old man should be saying on the air. And, I, and I'm like, let Renee do it. Renee is doing her best, but Renee's not built to be a color person. Oh, no! What is that? Oh, she wasn't feeling the glow. It's like, you're just like, oh, it's just annoying. You're better than this. Let her lead the show. It's well, She's not going to lead the show when Michael Cole leaves, though. That's, it's going to be Tom, it's gonna be Tom Phillips. That's that's stupid. Why? She's so good at it. She would you're be literally great saying how much you, Well, you don't know that. I know. You don't know it's that. It's my job to know these things because I do this. As an announcer, as a pundit, as a person who talks on camera, I know Renee. When I've seen Renee host things, Renee is really good. And when she's allowed to just be herself and like have a wide breath or wide birth rather, she kicks ass. 
uh, and Corey and her work can work well off of each other if they have the guts to do this. I think they should. They probably won't, but I think they should. You know, and this is as close as they're going to get is giving her this spot here. I mean, I say Tom Phillips only because Tom Phillips is training her and he trains he mm-hmm. trains people. So yeah. I mean, obviously the guy who's training people is probably the one that they're they've bookmarked yeah. for that position I as guess. opposed to the one who's being trained. You know, get, well, yeah, I guess. So that's why I look at him at least, and I don't think Michael Cole's terrible at all. I like Michael. Cole. Well, it's not that it's terrible. I'm just saying we've done it already, right? Michael Cole is now in the JR spot where Michael Cole was saying JR was doing it for too long. And but I, but I was of the belief back off. then that it was stupid to say that about JR. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you didn't I mean, like I, that old angle. No, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I think it's silly to like. I don't know, like. His commentary is not bad. It's no. like, if anything, his commentary is really good, especially when Vince is not around. Like when uh, you hear him on the specials, when Vince is not in mm-hmm. his ear, um, he's like it's like night and day. So uh, oh, it's more so because okay. just Vince is it's raw. Yeah. You know, it's okay. it's just like it's funny. I'm watching. I've been watching old superstars just because mm-hmm. they're on the network now, and Vince is the same way on commentary. He, very much. Oh no, it's all promo. It's all pushing, promotion. Yep, promo, yep, yep. promo. Like Vince is heavy. Yeah. Promo even in the eighties. I was funny or nineties. Yeah. I was. Thinking like, wow, it's interesting. Like everyone, it's a style. It, but I was like, yeah, Vince's been doing this since the nineties. Yeah, so like, yeah. who cares? You yeah. know? I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with Cole on commentary. Okay, I like him. All right. <laughs> uh, Miz, Drew, McIntyre, Baron Corbin next up with that triple threat match. This, this was, was boring. This was not as good as before. These guys had no chemistry with well, each other. Well, the problem other. is, is like I've been saying about Miz this whole yeah. time, is Miz is not a strong face yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't That's care how much point. you want to push him out as as one. Yeah. He hasn't done nothing to to portray the fact that he is a good guy. Yeah. You know, so I get it. He's got a dad and he loves his dad. We discussed this already, but like, right. I just feel like Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre are also heels. It was literally yeah. like you were watching three heels. Yeah. And two of those heels have been running together for a while. We mm-hmm. literally watched them wrestle and tag match together on Sunday. So, yeah. I had a really hard time getting into this match. Yeah, I and don't I disagree. hated the finish. Yeah, the finish was weird. It was like, like when you're playing the video game, the triple threat, and you roll the other dude out of the ring after you do the finisher, and you pin, get the pin. It was boring. It was kind. Of, that's how Corbin's going to win. I get it. Corbin's supposed to be a crafty heel and do whatever and get roll in there. But I also think it would have been nice to see McIntyre versus AJ Styles. That would have been a more exciting match, I think, at the end of the night than Corbin and AJ. That's a preconceived match. You know who's going to win that one. I assume they didn't because they're saving that. Ah. Uh, maybe because I, I think that that is also a money match. I think right. that's like, but you can also lay the groundwork, yeah, for down the road for that program or whatever with one match. True, you know, true. You get the taste. <laughs> that's what I said. A little palate cleanser, yeah. a little something. Um, all right, Sami Zayn comes out, addresses the WWE universe. I thought this was a good promo as well. It's pretty standard for what he's been doing recently. The lying down at the end and cackling and laughing—that was really funny. They're letting Sammy do what he wants to do with this, and it's working. I think it's working overall, but. It's got to lead to something. So I wonder who is going to interrupt him, who is going to come in, who is going to start this with him. Who's going to say he loves the wrestling fans. And loves the WWE Universe and blah, blah, blah. Who is it going to be? I wonder. That's a good question. I don't know. Is Miz a possibility? Would this get him over as a face, him and and Zayn? I think the chemistry would be great between them. Not bad. Yeah. Maybe like a ricochet. Yeah, okay. Ricochet needs something to do. I'm now not that always Alistair the Black. big fan of Ricochet on the mic, but all right. Fair. Yeah. But it could be the thing that he needs to kind of start talking. He hasn't talked at all. Yet. No, it's, it's true. He hasn't, he talked hasn't at all. said anything. Like yeah. He said one thing his first night, and that's it. I think they realize. <laughs> Just let him do wrestling. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 
Oh my god. Those sound effects. Did they keep were adding more? They added keep... more last night. I couldn't believe it. As if it wasn't ridiculous enough the first time, they added more for when he lifts up his hood. It's like it's like as he lifts up his hood. Oh, I was just dying. I was like, seriously add another one? Uh, but yeah, I I, I, I liked I, it's funny. I had the exact same feeling as you while watching this. That yeah. like, I have enjoyed Sami Zayn's new thing. Yeah. I've enjoyed it very much. I think that uh, it's clearly coming from the heart. Uh, I'm just wondering where yeah. where it goes. Yeah. Because I mean, they, in theory, you could do this for I don't know a couple more weeks. Yeah. I think it's gonna so. get old. Yeah. And then eventually, someone's gonna want to. You gotta let the because then yeah, fans are gonna be like, okay, great. Here's another promo, <laughs> yeah. making fun of us. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, or I'm gonna go get beer, or buy merch. Yeah, you know, this is the time to go. And so I think yeah, you've got to have something where he comes out, somebody comes out and challenges him about it. Uh, I guess Ricochet is a possibility. Ricochet just made the most sense because he's not yeah. doing anything. True. Like, like what's he doing now? You know, yeah, what did you do last night? What was he involved in last night? Oh, uh, oh I guess. Actually, I guess he's involved in Robert Roode, which yeah. we'll get we'll get, in, we'll get into that. But yeah, I, overall though, I think this is a good good thing for Sami Zayn. Yeah. I think he needs the change. Yeah, um, and I am intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah. So also, I want to go on vacation with Sammy because Sammy looks like he's having the best time wherever he goes. <laughs> he really was like, happy. Those pictures in all those are very spots. happy. <laughs> he definitely made me want to go on vacation. And I was like, <laughs> man, for sure. Sammy Zane's going on vacation. I'm jealous. <laughs> Wrapped up in that uh, what a hammock. And he's just like <laughs> that was the cutest little most adorable <laughs> Sammy Zane picture. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll see what happens. We'll see. There's there are some faces who are kind of roaming around on Raw who might need a program here with Zayn. So we'll see if that goes down. Cedric Alexander took on Cesaro here. This was a curious match. This felt like Mustafa Ali uh, all over again, but Very with much Cedric. So. Yep. Uh, and then, but then they gave Cesaro the win, which is kind of surprising as well. And Cesaro is now on Raw. Yes. So did they break up the bar? It looks that way. God damn. Son. I know. I like them now too. I know. Like I was into the bar now. Yeah. Now I'm like. Oh, I like the bar though. Yeah, the bar is great. So I, I guess... like when it's like I, I'm also of the belief that like it's such a waste yeah. when you don't have and I guess I guess the Cesaro Seamus feud wasn't like that awesome. No. But I always feel like there should be a breakup if there's gonna be a breakup. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There should be a conversation. Yeah, or something. Yeah, like yeah. not instead of us guessing if it's a breakup. Yeah. I mean, it's also possible that, that Cesaro or sorry, Seamus because of he, I guess he's dealing with an injury. Yeah. It's also possible that they are just well, we'll give him a push. The, or, or we'll no, take the time and give Cesaro a push. And that when he's yeah. okay, they'll redo the bar. Yeah. That's why they didn't like make a big deal of the bar being broken up, so okay. to speak. I like the bar to come back on Raw. The bar could be fun on Raw. Yeah, I agree. Right? There's a lot of good tag teams on Raw. The bar could have great programs with Yeah, I like now. the bar, so yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I hope that they are not done forever. Yeah. And I agree with you. This match, um, like, it was a good match. And it was, I was a good exci- match. And I was excited to see that these two were going to wrestle each other, but... Mm-hmm. They both need the win. Yeah. yeah. So that was my problem with it. I don't it. think Cesaro needs the win as much as a new person coming in like Cedric Alexander. He's getting a new singles push. Yeah, I guess. But, like, is Cedric Alexander, this guy's a current. This guy was a champion very recently. So is Cesaro. Yeah, but it's tag teams and different it's the than singles. champion. Yeah, well, all right. You know? That's fair. <laughs> I just think that, you know, Cesaro, if they're going to if, – if, if Cesaro had lost, it would have put him – in a certain category that would have 
kept him in the mid card, basically. Okay. If he'd lost, he'd have been a mid carder, okay. I think. Him winning here, even though Cedric Alexander is not mm. some sort of like huge feat to tackle, yeah. I do believe that it shows that like there's a, there's hope that maybe Cesaro can be right. a singles competitor. Because if you every time they've Cesaro made Cesaro a singles competitor, they give up real fast and put they him in a tag do. team. Even though the fans love him, they give up on him too early. And all his tag time. teams have gotten over. Yeah. There's He's the, good. The real Americans. There was the, the him and Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd was good. The bar. The bar. Obviously, um, yeah. You know, so you know, all those tag teams got over. Yeah. Like you know, and so um, I would like them to see. I would like to see them give Cesaro a serious singles push. Yeah. She's like, I, they never do for some reason. So this at least gave me hope in that regard. Where yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe Cesaro singles push. And don't be having him going up and asking to be part of matches. Like, don't don't undercut him like that. If he's supposed to be this bad, if he's the Swiss Superman, the Swiss Superman doesn't go, hey guys, can I join your team? The Swiss Superman is like, hey, we'd like you to join our team, please, Swiss Superman. Ah, uh, think about it. Yeah. That's where he needs to be. Agreed. And if you're going to push him that way, you got to make him feel this way and present him this way, so the fans are like, oh, this is how we need to look at him now. I completely agree with you yeah. in that regard. I yeah. think that he definitely needs to be taken more seriously if they're mm-hmm. going to make him a serious competitor, yeah. for sure, for sure. This was a fine match, absolutely. I, I thought Cedric at times was a bit slow on certain moves. I was surprised by that. But it was I very like, grounded. Like, Cesaro yeah. definitely grounded him the whole time. That's what I mean. I was, Which like, was not the best way to like promote Cedric Alexander yeah. as this new, exciting talent yeah. coming to Raw. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it did make Cesaro seem like a smart wrestler, too. True. true. So we'll see how this, if he gets those, the Mustafa Ali push, Cedric Alexander does, and we'll see how that, uh, that plays out. I think he will. Yeah. I think yeah. he will. We'll see how the fans respond. The fans yeah. got to respond positively. True. Uh, then uh, we had uh, Lucha House Party take on the newly crowned Viking Raiders now, apparently. I love that they already uh, changed it. Every week, I, every week they should just change it. Every week. The Viking this, the Viking that, the Viking whatever, and every week it should just change. Because I, you know, you're I not the you. only person who has said that that they should just change it every week now. Oh really? There's yeah. I, 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 my friends said the same thing <laughs> in our group chat. They were like, every week they should just unexplainably, they're just, they just with no explanation call them a different name every yeah. week. <laughs> but the, as someone who used to have to give a nickname to his co-host every week on oh, Wrestling Sheet Radio. Shit. It gets tiring. I'm sure it does. It really does. I used to do new nicknames for Kevin every week. It got too much. Dude, after three months, I can't imagine. It was like over a year. Oh, what? Maybe two years of doing this I show before I finally that. gave up on it. I couldn't have done that. I just couldn't do it. Nope. Well, I wanted to get... We, we used to call him the man of 1,004 nicknames. Oh. And I wanted to get to a 1,004 nickname before I stopped. But and that is so many nicknames. It is. I don't even know how high we got, but it was nowhere near And also, nicknames have to come up organically. <sighs> You're Organically. Me. You're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have put a time frame on it. 1,004 nicknames at some point down the road. True. Uh, so they absolutely destroyed Lucha House Party here. I don't know what this does other yeah. than p- promote Viking as Viking Raiders, Viking whatever, as a difficult thing. And, and they still that. said Viking Experience. <laughs> well, for their finisher. Corey Graves. Oh, it's, Their it's, finisher is called the Viking Experience. They gave him a new finisher and called it the Viking Experience. Oh, I laughed at that, too. It. I was like, okay, we get it. You had to keep that name in there somehow. We get it. We get it, WWE. We're not giving in. We're not admitting we're wrong. We're just moving it's it It's a cool name, so we're going to keep it for their finishing move. <laughs> That's the best name ever of a tag team. <laughs> um, I just, you know, I... I don't know if this is me being sick, so I'm more negative than usually while watching the show. But like, you said you liked it, so I don't think the grunting was weird to me. It was like, so it was like, 
I get oh, it. the you're grunting. Ba- I get it. You're bad guys. <laughs> but it was like <laughs> they were really like grunting like they were cavemen the yeah. whole time, and it was like. <laughs> oh, interesting. I was like, okay, I get it. You guys are you guys are Vikings. We get it. Like you know, like just like Ricochet is Bing 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 Bing. bing. You know, like we get it. He's it's a Ricochet. We get it. You know. I, I can't wait till he comes out and he goes. He's, like it's going to happen eventually. Right? It's going to happen eventually. Yeah. I'm not. I, I wouldn't bet money on it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, bet, bet money against it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. Nothing really was gained out of this except really for letting WWE the fans know that their complaining worked. Yeah. Slightly. Because they still kept it for the finishing movie. Yeah. The Viking experience. Um, yeah. The. the I, I was I was happy they changed the name back. Mm-hmm. Well, back I guess not back. They changed it to be more similar. A good compromise. Well, I just think this stuff is dumb now. Man. Me too. I, I think it's been so many decades of seeing the same kind of stuff, and I get it. You're going formula works, formula works, but like we're tired of this. I think as fans, we demand more because we become more nuanced. Uh, as fans, as we see more content on the WWE Network, you also have to take responsibility for that. And people can go back and see you repeating the same beats over and over and over again with multiple different wrestlers in multiple decades. And it's like, well, what's the new thing? Why do they have to get squad? Have a Lucha House Party fight back and do some inventive moves. See how the Viking Raiders or whatever they're called, like what it's like when they're like they're fighting some some new style. How they have to adapt. See them getting like frustrated. They can't figure it out. Maybe there's a little division of the team and then they come together figure it out take care of business and finish this off that's more interesting to me than over and because you also kill lucha house party and these guys are fucking uh uh luchador wrestlers they're used to fighting bigger dudes than freaking uh the viking raiders or all the time and they're used to flying all around the ring and handling everything that they can handle so and they're tough as nails if you go down there and see that shit for real in mexico or wherever they're tough as nails so to me I, I hate when they do shit like this. It's like old, old, old stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like, I don't hate squash matches. I don't. Hate I know you like them. Some I don't. I just. I, I think squash it. matches are helpful. I think that squash matches, you know, for me. I mean, when Lars done, I'm okay with matches. I'm not okay. With. Yeah, for me, I'm okay with it. Like I, okay. at least, when you're trying to get a new talent over, because I feel like. In my opinion, at least, like there's like three really important things for to get a wrestler over. Mm-hmm. It's uh, their name, their finishing move, mm-hmm. and like just kind of like their signature moves in general. You know, like okay. that's how people they're like, oh, cool name, cool look, cool move, into it. You know, and if you yeah. don't have those three things, I feel like people aren't into you. So I sometimes feel like you need to establish that you have those things. You've got a cool name, mm-hmm. you've got cool moves, and you've got a cool finisher. Like that to mm-hmm. me is important. So. I don't need a 20-minute match to get that across, especially okay. on Raw. Okay. Especially on Raw. I feel like on Raw, just, just give it to me. Just, just give me the quickness. And I, and I know that I said... On a three-hour show? Well, yeah. It's for not every match, but like... Yeah. I'm okay with some squash matches. Okay, I, I, I'm not. I always, I'm just so over them. I hate them because these are all supposedly professional wrestlers. If they're professional wrestlers, we should see some level of quality in their matches. And to me, I, I agree with you. The look and the name are important. Wrestling ability in the ring to me is the third is the third component here that gets you over with the fans. Fair fans love to watch wrestlers, especially people like uh, luchadors. They have great style. You got to give them some shots. All right. Well, speaking of somebody who has great 
mic skills and in-ring skills and a good look. That's Becky Lynch uh, coming out here, doing her promo. <laughs> Brian is hanging on by the thread. You are. Guys. You're doing your best, man. Becky Lynch hanging on. Uh, Becky Lynch, rather, <laughs> coming in, doing the promo, talking all, hitting the beats like she's doing. I thought this was a better face promo than I've seen her doing a bit. Yeah. And I like that she's not necessarily talking about knocking heads off uh, uh, or lopping heads off or whatever. She does eventually get to it with Lacey. That's say, she did say that. Yeah, she did. She eventually she got there to lay, with Lacey, and then Lacey comes out. Uh, they have their back and forth. I'm still not over with Lacey. I'm just not. I just I, I didn't like her in NXT. I, I, I don't like what they're doing with her here. But the woman's right was clumsy. Uh, the first one she delivered was clumsy after the Alicia Fox match. Uh, Alicia Fox got beat uh, by Becky, but she came close to pinning Becky, which was nice. See, it doesn't have to be a squash match. See, I hated came it. close to Becky. Oh, really? Yeah, I hated the fact that they gave Alicia Fox so much. Wow. Okay. It made no sense. I like Alicia. She She's a former champion. I know that, but but she doesn't. She's not treated as such and in my opinion it was like really like Becky Lynch just beat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte at Wrestlemania yeah and you're giving Alicia Fox as much offense as those people did against her like that doesn't make any sense to me you think okay. that makes sense uh, yeah I liked it I like when Alicia gets a little bit of shine I, but that's because I think Alicia's a, like you say with the Iconics Alicia's done everything for that company oh take, I think Alicia's a great wrestler yes I'm saying take, we've talked about her yeah the wins and losses whatever so if they give her a little bit of time in the ring I'm okay with this if this had been Brooke if this had been uh, Dana Brooke maybe I'd been, had a little issue with it but with Alicia Alicia's wily Alicia's crafty Alicia's like you know she's she can get uh, she can get and come close to winning certain matches and it's believable to me. But when Lacey. Is it believable in, to you when Alicia Fox is almost going to win? Yes. I, mean, I love Alicia Fox, but. She's, okay. Isn't she a two time champion? I mean, when's the last time Alicia Fox won anything? I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. It's been but, a long time. <laughs> but uh, I thought. Uh, I think Lacey's still figuring it out. And uh, I thought the first punch. Don't like you just stood over her, so it's not really as effective. The second punch was great. So okay, kudos to Becky for putting Lacey over, taking the woman's right uh, there. This is an interesting back and forth between the man versus woman, woman teaching the man. These things. This is a fascinating uh, program of two women play out, you know. And uh, I, I'm I'm curious to see how this goes. I hope Lacey and her have a good match. I want to like Lacey. I feel like they're gonna have a good match. Yeah, I'm into this feud. I'm into it. Yeah, I want to like her more than I do. Yeah, no, I like Lacey Evans. I think that um, the segment wasn't like that strong, in my opinion. Yes, agreed. But it was still, I mean, it wasn't bad or anything like that. Their first segment was good. The previous one, yeah, and it yeah. still it still got me in the mood for to, you know to see them go off you know go up against each other. So yeah. I'm into it. I'm okay, into it. all right. Do you see a possibility of her beating him, beating Becky this early? I do. I do. Oh, Jesus. I do. I said that kind of quietly. I do fear that they might give Lacey the title and have just Becky be the champion on SmackDown. Wouldn't no. surprise me. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. No. That's, no. Uh, Ricochet and Bobby Roode going at no. it. Robert Roode. I'm sorry. Robert Roode with the 70s porn mustache. Very uncomfortable. Uh, as if his shorts weren't tight enough. Now you throw the mustache in there. It makes me very uncomfortable. Um, they go at it here. And some, for some damn reason, Ricochet takes the loss. He had been unbeatable for so long. And all of a sudden, in like a short match, he loses to Roode. It made... No sense yes. whatsoever. And it's funny because it's one of those situations where you go like, well, everyone's been saying, oh, push Bobby Roode as a heel. Push him as a heel. Well, not over Ricochet. We right. love Ricochet. That's not what we were meant. Right. You know, like, like that, that was funny. That, that was what I was thinking about watching. I was like, no, that's the last person we wanted to see Ricochet or see Bobby Roode beat. Robert Roode. Robert beat. Roode, right. Um, 
And it's just weird. It's one of those situations where it's like, what was the point of that name change? Yeah. What was the point? There's no difference. Make him change the mustache, whatever. Put, put the mustache on, but like... What's the difference? Mm. What is the difference? Like, he's in video games. We've seen him for so long now. We have. Like, why? Well, people wanted him to get a heel push. But why? But why in this form is what you're saying? Why do you have to change his name from Bobby to Robert? Because now he's serious. It's not Larry Fishburne anymore. It's Lawrence. And that's how it goes, right? <laughs> that's how it is. I just, yeah, I, when I was thinking, I mean, like, yes, happy to see him getting yeah. a push. Yeah. Happy to see him as, as a heel getting a push. Um, I was just like, but not at the expense of Ricochet. He's yeah. been on like, a winning streak. He's been on, like, he's been, like, so over since getting on the main roster. And also, if you're going to showcase this new Robert Roode and get people back on board, then give him a long match. Give him a match where he can show what he can do. That was okay. It was was okay. I I just wanted something a little more knockdown, drag out between the both of them, and it didn't quite get there. And or have him win in a way that's sneaky as a heel. Like something that was my problem. I felt like it should have been a sneakier win. You're trying to get over the fact that Bobby Roode, Robert Roode, is this like. Dastardly heel now, yeah. With a shitty with with, with, a, with a porn mustache and yeah. Even Corey was getting him over by being like, "Well, he made the mistake of coming here and wanting the love of the fans, and he lost himself. Now he this is he doesn't care anymore, and now he's really focused." And I was like, "All right." But they should have done the heel win. They should have had a yeah. heel. They, they should have. I, yeah. I agree with you right? in that regard. Yeah, it yeah. should have been a, a, a cheap victory. That way, you don't take the shine off a of ricochet too much, and you still and you reinforce the fact that Robert is doing whatever he can to win. And now. you give Ricochet a reason to want revenge. Yes, good point. Right, and then encourage a better match. Yeah. in the future. All right, let's get to the big event. This is from honestly, last night. This is like the real reason I came in today. Yeah. To be honest with you, <laughs> All right. this is like the most. This is the thing we had to discuss. All right, all the appetizers are done. Let's get to the main meal, and that is the Firefly Funhouse. What in the merry mother of God is this? Bray Wyatt coming in, simulating being a host of a kid's show, complete with terrible uh, dubs of children going ooh or ah or clapping, um, weird creatures. All of this, the, the buzzard, the witch, all of it was very strange. Him cutting his old self in half with a chainsaw. Obviously, this is leading to something. He was a heel or whatever he said. Yeah, one said one hand said hurt, one hand said heel. Yeah. So all of the what is this all leading to? There have been illusions all on social media for the last few months of him changing or doing whatever. What are your thoughts, Ryan? Said okay. Well, first of all, I loved it. You did. I loved okay. it. Okay. I felt like it was such out of the box thinking. I felt like it was. Did it feel like? Like Hardy? To Hardy? Did it feel like Hardy, that kind of vibe when Hardy first started doing those weird vignettes over at TNN? Uh, it's hard to say because the Hardy or thing impact. was so, so much more organic, where it yeah. was like much more internet weird things that kind of manifested into that character. So it's kind of hard okay. to compare them. But, but I do feel like it was, you know... Sometimes I feel like we are treated... Because it is for children, the yeah, show. Right. So I feel like uh, we don't get like complex... Uh, stories being told sometimes mm-hmm. because they do have to cater to everyone, you right. know. And to me, this was like some deeply layered stuff. Like there was a lot going on here. I feel like you know we've we've seen these vignettes the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. and they weren't happy. Right? They were sad. Yeah. There was that weird buzzard who was coughing. Yeah. Mercy. Um, there the was witch. the witch who I couldn't. I while writing it. I didn't even realize. I think she said her name was Abby. 
Oh, so like Abigail. Like Abigail. Abigail which yeah. I didn't realize. I thought it was saying I happy. I had a feeling that would be connected. So somehow. did I. But yeah. then I thought she said her name was Happy the Witch, and I was confused. Mm-hmm. And then I like realized I couldn't make it out. Abby the Witch makes mm-hmm. much more sense. Uh, I really liked, like I was saying, the, the, the complex nature of it, because I feel like there's a lot more going on here than we realize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we, we saw these scary vignettes, but then when Bray was around, now they're happy. Yeah. And it reminded me very much of, um, remember the old uh, um, uh, Twilight Zone movie? From like the oh, 90s, sure, from the 80s, the 80s, the yeah, 80s, 80s with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Um, remember, like, there was that one they did where it's like the kid yes. who, who's fucking crazy. Yeah, it turns into Jack in the Boxes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was very reminiscent of that oh, okay. to me. Because there's even. I respect that. Wasn't there even a bunny in that, too? And we didn't see who the yeah. bunny was. Mm-hmm. But the, if you notice, we didn't see the bunny. Yeah, in this But one. the bunny was one of the characters mm-hmm. in the thing. And I'm guessing that that's maybe who he was talking to when he oh, had to, like, right. hurt her heel hands or whatever. Um, but yeah, that was what I really liked about it was that it felt like there was a lot going on because mm-hmm. I feel like you know that one glimpse we had when he put his hands up and it showed the hurt and heal. That's the new Bray Wyatt. Right, that's right. what we're, that's what this is all going to lead right, to. Right. Um, but if we'll get some like weird tripped out stuff to to get to there, I'm into that. I'm okay. really I'm really into that. I think when you make this kind of a uh, of a radical change in your character you immediately put yourself up on a very very high tightrope yeah and every one of these sketches has to work for the most part right doesn't they don't all have to knock it out of the park but they have to work for the most part so that you keep the fans coming back and their curiosity coming back to see what you've got next that was the key to matt hardy's thing it was so out there that people were like how long or how far out are they going to let him go and he kept going further and further, and you're just like, and then after a while, you you can't help yourself but look forward to seeing what he does next. And I wonder if they'll do the same thing here. Uh, it's very limited for a first one, so I want to see how far out this is going to go. And he shouldn't be in a wrestling ring for a, for a while yeah. as he builds this up. Totally. Yeah. You completely agree with you in that yeah. regard. I think that. I think that they definitely need to establish whatever's going on here, but yeah. they, could, they could honestly they could drag this out for a while. Yes, they, they could they drag can. this out for a very long time, and I'd be cool with it because I think that like if you make him like new school horror Pee Wee Herman, that's kinda, yeah, it's kind of cool to be honest with you. Yeah. It's kind of different. It's kind of out there. Horror is certainly the thing, the flavor of the day. Uh, uh, other than superhero movies, horror films are killing it at the box office. So if you bring this out, which has always been there with Bray, the feeling of horror, the southern stuck in a swamp, going to die kind of horror, you, you've got that vibe to him already. If you start adding this crazy uh, other side of dual personality where you know anything can happen at any moment, then you excite the fan base, hopefully. I feel like... I also feel like we don't really get horror in wrestling very often. No. Like... Papa Shango. The Matt Hardy stuff wasn't like horror. No, no. It was very much like B movie, but it wasn't like a horror B movie. Maybe a little, but it was it was it was very much like Rocky Horror Picture Show for wrestling. This feels like a horror thing, like some weird horror stuff we're about to get. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm pretty into that idea. I think that you know, it seems to me like the whole hurt and heal thing. Yeah. Like someone's talking to him. Yeah. Because he did that thing where he held his hand to his ear and the hand that he held to his ear was the hand that said hurt and then he said like oh okay okay and then he hurt the image of himself right so i'm assuming he's gonna have like a dual personality thing like we're gonna get split personality bray wyatt 
Um, I was surprised they used his name, though. I thought he was going to change his name, too. I kind of thought they were, too. Yeah. I had that vibe going into it, too. Um, but you know what? I think Bray Wyatt is such an established character that yeah. it would have been silly. It would have felt like Robert Roode or right. whatever. It would have right. been kind of like... As it was, this whole thing is great. Yes. So changing his name would have maybe made it a little even too weird. Mm -hmm. Turned too many people off. I think most of the reaction I saw was positive. Yeah. Yeah. People like Bray Wyatt for whatever reason uh, that they think because it hasn't always worked for him. But this was the most he looked like Bo Dallas that I've ever seen. I saw a lot of people saying that. Right? Yeah. 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 It's just so obvious. Just because he's so buff now. Yeah. And he's like not... Like the the bigger dude, he's like a buff dude now. So mm-hmm. I think that yeah, he, and the ponytail too, it made it look very much like yeah. Bo Dallas. This could be something for the B team. I was hoping it's convert some both. I wouldn't be surprised too. Maybe Nikki Cross is involved in this. Oh yeah, and that's why they haven't said anything about what brand she's on. Shit, Nikki would be great because it was raw. Yeah, you're right. It was raw. Nikki would be great on this. And they kind of promoted her, I think, on the WWE the other day. Like, who is Nikki going to fight? Ha ha, he he, whatever, on their social media. So okay. they want to keep her out there. So, yeah, that could work. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to see what happens with this funhouse as we go along. Maybe even Paul Rubens, who's been on WWE before. Maybe he'll do a visit to this and promote it as Pee Wee Herman even more. AJ Styles took on Baron Corbin to end the night. This was the result of the two triple threat matches. These were the two winners. Uh, decent match. And in the end, AJ does his business and finishes it out. Rollins comes in. They have a moment of stare down. Uh, and then eventually they shake hands, and that's how it ends. Um, this is face versus face. So you talked about this, this idea of who's heel, who's face. This feels, uh, once again, face versus face. I just, like I was saying earlier, I just feel like AJ Styles should have gotten, like a, a, I guess I shouldn't say a push, but like, should have been made to feel more important on Raw first. Like I just feel well, he's like fine for the title. I, I know, but I mean, like before oh, you mean establish that honor, him on Raw. Yeah, first, I don't feel like he's established enough. For oh, that, I got you. you know? what you're saying. I got what you're saying. Like I just feel like cool. We get it. Dream yeah. match. But how often? I mean, WWE is starting to go to that well too often. Of like dream match, fan service. I'm sorry, but like I love wrestling. Mm-hmm. I like both of those guys. Their their skill. But give me a story. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. get it. There's so many pay-per-views back-to-back that it's harder to do that. But, like, just like, oh, AJ won a match his first night on mm-hmm. Raw, and now he's number one contender. It's like, that was so fast and so Lacey not did the same thing, though. Lacey walked in, beat Natty, and now she's number one. No, Lacey walked in and out for three months straight, just coming in and out. They at least established who she was first. Everybody knows who AJ is. Yeah, but, like, I, I think there are a lot of people who only watch Raw. That, well, you've said that about your dad. dad. Yeah, that he only watches Raw. Yeah, so like yeah. to people and like Christian that. too, he only watches Raw. He doesn't watch SmackDown. So like to people like that, I just think you need to establish this person a little more. Like, I get it. We all I know what AJ Styles is. I think that's fair. Just the I look at it. Yeah, yeah, no. I think that's fair. Give him a little bit of a run with some people, a little back and forth, then have him earn his shot up there and, and see what he does. We'll see what happens with this match. I still think they're going to turn him heel. I can't let go of it yet. Maybe something will happen in this match that will turn him heel. Maybe Gallows and Anderson will come down to help. Who knows? In some way, some form how this might go down and then you've got them running a uh, rough shot over the overall we'll see but you're right it's a dream match but i feel like there's something more they got to add to this because the spice isn't quite there and i think ryan's right they haven't done enough to build up a story so how invested are you as fans like you, and especially it, yeah. if you only watch raw and you don't know aj that well you're really not that invested as well you're like who's this new guy exactly so you know you want to see more of this so we'll see as it goes along how they build it up um all right well that's the recap for raw overall, I made it. overall oh. in the show 
Joe, you did a great job, right? Overall, good episode of Raw. But we'll because I like that they're you know kind of bringing out all these people. We'll see where they goes with stuff. They said they would change stuff around, so we'll see where it goes. Ryan Satin, uh, thanks so much for powering through this episode. Uh, go home, get some sleep. But first, tell everybody where they can find just, just prowrestlingsheet.com. Just check it out. <laughs> You're already watching on YouTube or listening to the audio. I don't have it in me. Goodbye. <laughs> Great stuff being written there. Uh, and also, uh, you can follow Ryan at Ryan Satin. You can follow Pro Wrestling Sheet at Wrestling Sheet. Follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, always appreciate the stuff you, uh, this comment you leave for us, especially that one fan who keeps saying he's looking forward to our recaps. Really appreciate it. I like it every time. All the love you can give to the show is always great. And thanks for increasing the subscri- subscriber uh, subscribers over the last few weeks. It's been great to see you guys uh, slowly coming uh, onto the train with us hopefully someday we become the premier recap show for both of these uh, uh, shows because we love doing them so and I love working with Ryan so there you that go that would be nice alright Ryan go get some sleep go get some rest thanks everybody for watching we'll see you tomorrow for an episode of the Smackdown Live recap here on the Wrestling Sheet hopefully Napa know how This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 